Hey there, everyone. Happy Friday. It is Denise. You are watching Speak Now Pro Wrestling here on F4W Online. It is December 23rd. We are on the eve of Christmas Eve. And um, I got to tell you, this was a very, very chill night of pro wrestling. Um, this podcast is probably going to be super short because there's only so much to talk about. Two pre-tapes uh, with both SmackDown and Rampage not being live and pretty much being pre-taped episodes. And Christmas episodes at that so uh you know make that for what you will we got some good stuff to talk about but for the most part it kind of feels like a lot of filler is what we got here today um people are out they're shopping they're trying to get last minute gifts and whatnot my uh, husband actually just came back from a target and walmart and he was telling me that he just drove by the target and couldn't even that the lines were like super long, can't even go into Target type of deal. So I know people are out uh, getting their Christmas shopping done because I still got to do my Christmas shopping, everyone. Um, so I'm probably going to low-key maybe pop into Target later tonight. I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, and then tomorrow I got to wake up early and head on over to my grandmother's house because we're making tamales. And so I every year I help my grandma make tamales. Well, tamales and um <laughs> and it's a lot of work so i gotta wake up super early and be ready to go uh so i'm kind of low-key a little stressed out that i didn't get all my christmas shopping done i haven't wrapped my presents uh it, it's like literally it, i'm falling apart at the moment but i want to thank you guys so much for those of you who are here today uh for the uh for the show to talk about smackdown and rampage uh so shout out to everyone who's here in the chat if you're new or you're shy or whatever your situation is please take part in the chat. It keeps things going, especially on a show like this where they only gave us so much to talk about. I'm probably going to need someone to, you know, basically give me a little bit of some conversation topics so that this show won't be five minutes long, uh, that type of thing. But let's go ahead and uh, Total Nonstop Wilson says it's going to be a tamales party. Um, Hell yeah. Uh, I love tamales. I'm so excited. We're going to have some flan as well. I don't know if we're having champurrado because my grandma Loki sometimes gets like, she's like, ah, she's, she tells me like, it's too much work to do the tamales. So sometimes she doesn't want to do the champurrado on top of that. But I love champurrado. Um, if for those of you who are having some tomorrow, please like tweet me a pic of you guys and your champurrado because I freaking love that stuff. Um, M Caspito says they're going to be having some pozole. Hell yeah, guys, we're all feeling it getting ready for some food. But anyways, let's get into uh, WWE Smackdown. That's probably gonna be the majority of what we talk about here today because that pretty much is you know the most of what we got um also thank you so much to grapple geekery for sending in the first super chat of the night uh grapple geekery says feliz navidad denise thank you so much to grapple geekery for this very nice super chat uh and uh, getting things going here today um all right so smack down um again this was a pre-recorded episode guys and it's their holiday episode which is kind of for the most part their holiday episodes are a little bit copy and paste we get the same things you know we get our gauntlet we get our miracle on 34th street street fright street street fright street fight excuse me and you know what you know what those episodes look like we got a super chat here from Steven. Thank you so much to Steven for this generous super chat who says, thank you, Denise, for all the content you have done in the last few weeks, especially during this time when the holidays can be not so fun at times. Definitely brightens my day. Merry Christmas. Well, thank you so much. Seriously, um, the fact that you guys tune in to these shows and hang out, you know, whether you choose to, to tune into the NXT shows or the AEW shows or this one here, it doesn't matter. I really appreciate the support uh, consistently. And I look forward to, you know, 
doing more and growing more in, you know, the year of 2023. So I'm really, really excited um, about that. So thank you so much to Steven for this nice uh, super chat. Uh, Steven, though, he says tamales with ketchup is where it's at. What? No, I love ketchup and I love tamales, but I don't think I'd ever have tamales with ketchup. Like tamales, I don't need, I don't put anything else. It's just the given tamale and that's it. Like I won't have any sides or anything. I just need my tamale and I'm good. Um, but anyways, hey, you do as you please. Um, Smackdown, let's get into it, guys. We kick things off with the bloodline and we got... This is pretty much just a straightforward promo addressing Kevin Owens, but this is kind of what we got here. So the bloodline comes out and we essentially get Sami Zayn kind of going off and talking about how, you know, this entire time, all he's wanted to do is be respected. He's always wanted to be someplace where he actually belongs, says he wanted the people to love him. And now the people do, the people love Sami Zayn, right? And this is what he's talking about. He then says he gets the crowd going, the crowd chanting his name, etc. But then he says, you'd think I'd be happy, but I'm not happy. I'm not happy because I have this dark cloud over me and it is Kevin Owens. And he says, it's just Kevin Owens's existence that is the dark cloud <laughs> above my head. And I was dying at this because um, we've all seen that meme where that meme that says when the person you don't like breathes. Uh, this is exactly what this promo reminded me of when he said, I'm just like, he, he was so angry just at the mere fact that Kevin Owens even exists because he's tired of his name being essentially associated with Kevin Owens. And so that was Sami Zayn's gripe for today. Uh, so this was basically him going off and kind of, you know, proving once again to Roman Reigns and the Usos that he's pissed, that he's just as angry about Kevin Owens as they are. And he gets in the mic and he gets super fired up. And in the end, he basically says that he and Roman Reigns are going to kick the asses of John Cena and Kevin Owens. Because as you all know, we're getting that tag team match uh, between Kevin Owens and John Cena and his only match of 2022 uh, against Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn on the last episode of SmackDown, which is going to be December 30th. So that one's going to be good. I'm excited for to talk about that SmackDown. Um, but anyways, we'll get there when we get there. They also played a uh, John Cena video package that they did. Um, the video package that they did of John Cena was really freaking good. It was kind of long too, but they really recapped like so much his wrestling career, his, his, his talk show appearances, his movie appearances, uh, pretty much everything that, oh, his charity work, literally everything that John Cena has ever done. Uh, I got really hyped up for this, pro for this video package. And then I didn't really make much of this guys. And I still don't really make much of this for all. I know this is all just, you know, recycled footage or whatever well obviously recycled footage or you know memories and whatnot but they did have Vince McMahon appear in this video package for John Cena but I don't know I don't I don't know we should make too much of it I don't know do what you take it however you will but they did have Vince McMahon coming out really quickly uh, a bunch of people like saying their sound bites about you know what John Cena means to the business who John John Cena is how he basically set the gold standard how he did this blueprint how you know he's the person people strive to be uh, they showed Triple H and then they showed Vince McMahon uh, but it was very brief uh, but I knew it got some people talking because I saw on Twitter that people were like oh Vince McMahon is on this video package 
hmm, you know, uh, I don't know if it means anything. I don't think it does. I really just think that they put them on there, whatever, right? Um, but there you go. That was pretty much what went down today with the Bloodline and Sami Zayn. And I cannot wait for uh, that tag team match next week. Um, actually, we still got to talk more about the Usos in a second. But really quickly, um, thank you so much to Abstract Dogma for sending in the super sticker. It's much appreciated. Seriously, thank you very much. Um, thank you for that. And let's go ahead and press on from here. Let's see what people are saying. Um, this is from <laughs> Mac Hensley, who says, I was only half paying attention. And when I heard Vince's voice, I literally jumped. <laughs> and then you look and it's just a video package. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a long one, though. Everybody's pointing this out. It was a long video package. And you know what I felt after this video package? I thought, God damn, can I wake up tomorrow as either The Rock or John Cena? Seriously, all I want in this life is to have 0.001% of the career that The Rock and John Cena have had, man. Like, think about this. If tomorrow you guys woke up and you were either The Rock or John Cena, seriously, think about that. Like, what would you do? What would be the first thing you do? I was thinking about this during this video package. Since it was so long, it gave me a lot of time to actually think about. Um, but all right, uh, let's get into the, uh, we got a super chat here from Grapple Geekery. Thank you so much. Who says, we're having smoked brisket and Lexington style pork barbecue for Christmas here. That's pork shoulder and tomato and vinegar sauce. Sounds fancy. Uh, Grapple Geekery, always living the good life, man. You go like, got your vacations, got some good barbecue. I'm feeling it. Living your best life, man. Hell yeah. Um, smoked brisket. You know, I've never had brisket ever in my life. And I've never had pork either. Like, or pork no wait i'm not thinking i'm pretty sure i've had pork no i'm confusing that with pork chops never mind pork chops i've never had but i'm pretty sure i've had pork um but either way i've never had brisket though and i know i always so low-key i remember kind of wanting brisket and this is so embarrassing but the reason why i wanted brisket was because i really used to be a big fan of the big bang theory and howard's mom would supposedly make this really great bis a brisket like that was the running thing on the show and so every time howard on the big bang theory talked about this brisket i would think about it and that's my extent of brisket knowledge uh thank you to grapple geekery for sending in this super chat and you know what people are always trashing the big bang theory but you know what i'm a fan man i'm a fan of that show i even went and did the little studio tour at warner brothers man as uh, brandon rosen sends in a super chat saying who do, you, um, who do you think wins that tag match next week? I got to think of it. Cena Owens wins. This should be the beginning of some dissent forming against Sami Zayn. Oh, it's definitely got to be John Cena, Kevin Owens. Uh, you ain't going to bring John Cena in to take an L. No way. Uh, so yeah, definitely Cena Owens. And this is going to clearly there's going, whether it's dissension or some sort of argument or uh, more mistrust, because you know that, you know, Roman Reigns for the most part does it, doesn't seem like he, fully, fully, fully trust Sami Zayn yet. Like it seems like he does ever since war games, but they still, you just, you just never know. Right. And that's always been sort of lingering over the bloodline and Sami Zayn. So really, I do think that uh, this is pretty much what's going to happen. I'm expecting to see Kevin Owens and John Cena win 100%. If they don't, I would be like, shocked it would it would not be a good thing let's have cena and owens get their win have their mo happy moment and you know send us off into the new year feeling pretty damn good 
Uh, but thank you so much to uh, Brandon Rosen for sending in this super chat. It's much appreciated. Um, all right. So uh, let's get into this quick uh, undisputed tag team championship match between the Usos and Hit Row. Um, this was obviously, you know, Hit Row earning this opportunity from last week's SmackDown and that triple threat where they defeated Legado del Fantasma and the Viking Raiders to earn this opportunity to go up against the Usos. Um, the match for for what it was, it was just a match. It wasn't anything. I didn't think it was anything too special. Uh, I really, you know, what's kind of sucks is I kind of even forgot. Like when this match started, I kind of, it, it just didn't feel important. Like it didn't have that big match feel. So I do think that is what was kind of lacking from this match, which is it just didn't have that big match feel um, whatsoever. Uh, the Usos clearly get the win. They get top dollar with this double super kick. And then they hit the, uh, 1d for the actual victory there so i didn't really think too much about this one so it was what it was guys um now let's get into the smackdown women's championship number one contenders gauntlet match so like i said we always get our 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 gauntlet matches and for the most part wwe gauntlet matches are kind of always formatted the same like you kind of always see the same thing right like you see somebody get over you see somebody get over in the gauntlet and then last minute they lose to a heel Okay, so again, I was pretty much expecting that today, and they kind of swerved us a little bit uh, in this. So there was a moment where I was like, oh, yeah, this is your typical every, you know, WWE gauntlet match ever, but they kind of swerved us. So I was a little bit... um pleasantly surprised here but we ended up getting the start with Zia Lee and Emma Zia Lee defeats Emma she goes at it with Tegan Knox after this she uh she defeats Tegan Knox and it's Zia Lee and Raquel and um they have a pretty nice little back and forth I think this is where the gauntlet started picking up a little bit more uh Raquel ends up defeating Zia and then she goes on to face Liv at this point Liv is pretty much going after Raquel's uh injured arm like that's the whole thing for Raquel she's going after that injured arm uh, she's doing everything possible to clearly you know take Raquel out of this uh, she's stretching her out she's smacking her in the face I really love this back and forth between uh, Raquel Gonzalez Raquel Rodriguez and uh, Liv Morgan this was fun this was definitely for me uh, the highlight of this gauntlet match um, finally Sonya Deville comes out and they say that she is the last uh, that she's the last person in this and I'm thinking okay clearly Sonya Deville is gonna win because they always have like the final person that comes in when the gauntlet, right? So I'm thinking, okay, Sonya Deville is gonna win. But then she doesn't. Raquel powers through and Raquel gets the win. But then afterwards, I'm thinking, oh shit, like Raquel actually won. Okay. But then Ronda Rousey comes out and she's like, oh no, this is not over. Uh Shayna Baszler then comes out. She's introduced by Ronda. And I'm thinking, okay, well, there you go. Same old, same old. Shayna Blade, Shayna Baszler is gonna come out and she's gonna win this match. But no, Raquel ends up winning this match. They swerved me. Congratulations. I finally got swerved in these gauntlets. Um, Raquel ends up getting the win. She is now the number one contender to Ronda Rousey. And um, hot, I don't know if this is a hot take. I don't really think this is a hot take. But mid take maybe? mild take um low-key i kind of want raquel 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 to win i kind of want her to win now i know she's not gonna win and i don't have my hopes of thinking she was gonna get the win of thinking she's gonna get the win but i low-key would not mind if raquel 
got the win over Ronda Rousey. And I know it's not going to happen. I'm not even putting my, I'm not even going to place any bets. I'm not even thinking it's going to happen. Nothing like that. But let's just say if it did, I'd be cool with that. Um, I think, you know, and we've talked about this a bunch of times. They just really need to get things going with Ronda Rousey. And Ronda Rousey's definitely going to win, okay? Just say it. She's definitely going to win. But um, yeah. And I just feel bad. I feel bad because Ronda's uh, reign as SmackDown Women's Championship, Women's Champion, hasn't necessarily been anything, anything to write home about. Honestly, it hasn't been much. And I think that's the only reason why I say, eh, if Raquel were to win this, I'd actually be a little excited about that. But, you know, clearly, you know, Raquel will probably be champion someday, but she's not going to be it like right now, this second. Um, But yeah, I just feel bad. They really need to spice things up with Ronda Rousey as champ. Uh, I can't wait for her to really get into this program with Shayna Baszler. Uh, I'd rather have them be on opposite ends than on the same side. Uh, so please, I'd rather see them opposite of each other but there you go that's kind of how I feel um all right so uh let's go ahead and see what people are saying about this and this is from Steven who says they haven't hardly given Ronda any credible matches either no and I feel like this is something we're kind of always talking about Major Blood says Ronda's mystique is gone and she's regressed in the ring um you know I, I've said this a bunch of times but Ronda Rousey is a very special talent. She's very, very special. And I, I'm I'm a fan of hers. And that's why it kind of bumps me out that some of that mystique or some of that aura has been taken away from her, at least in WWE. And I feel like they need to, they need to protect Ronda Rousey's aura of who she is. And I feel like she should be, uh, she should be booked differently um, than what we're kind of getting here. She should be more of a special attraction type of person instead of having her go out there and do these like kind of weak segments have these not so great matches unfortunately it's just been like back and forth bad matches and you don't want to see that with somebody like Ronda Rousey you got to protect her you got to protect that aura and uh so I do hope that maybe this match with Raquel will be uh, a whole lot better than what we've been seeing uh previously with Ronda Rousey so there you go. Um, all right. So let's go ahead and move on from here. I'm excited to get your thoughts on uh, this one here because we kind of finally got something a little bit different with Bray Wyatt. Now, I'm going to be real with you guys here, but the Bray Wyatt stuff for me lately has really just been uh, nothing. It, you know, he came in so hot in terms of everything that they were doing with the white rabbit, the QR codes and, you know, everything that surrounded that people were really, really digging that. And, you know, I think it was Stephanie and multiple other people in like calls and interviews were really touting the success of the Bray Wyatt uh QR code stuff that they did leading into his debut. I mean, his return, excuse me. And even in his return, it was just such a massive reaction. And even the weeks after that, people were really excited to see Bray Wyatt uh, do anything, like literally anything that Bray Wyatt touched was kind of gold. But since then, you know, it's kind of been a whole lot of nothing. Uh, it's just been, you know, he's been doing all of these backstage segments. Uh, they had the whole thing with uh, Uncle Howdy coming out and doing those videos. Uh, last week, it was finally confirmed, even though we pretty much knew this already, but it was quote unquote, finally confirmed that Uncle Howdy is uh, his own separate individual, his own separate 
persona and it's not Bray Wyatt, even though it was very clear from the beginning that it wasn't, but they felt the need to explain that for weeks. For weeks, I felt like we were getting that explanation. But anyways, finally confirmed it last week. Uh, did the whole ha-ha-ha laughing segment that they did with Ally Knight. Um, it really wasn't for me. Now, with all this being said, I liked what they did today probably the most out of uh, everything since the return promo. The return promo that Bray Wyatt cut was like chef's kiss, top tier moment of the year hands down that promo was freaking ace it was phenomenal but after that like i said it's been slim pickings um this one here uh so bray wyatt comes out he's out there in the ring live in person and he's basically talking about how you know it's still so nerve-wracking to be out there and talking to these millions of people that are watching him and he says like it's a feeling that he could never never truly get over right so I'm thinking, okay, he's, you know, kind of like we've been getting two different types of Bray Wyatt's like Bray Wyatt when he's out there in the ring, he's like this normal guy, blah, 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 or normal for Bray Wyatt, right? And then when he's in these uh, backstage videos, these backstage promos, he's a lot more darker. So it's very clear, you know, he's trying to show his different uh, personalities and, you know, maybe that he's not obviously really all there, right? Like that's the whole gist there. So Bray Wyatt is talking about this and talking about how um, he really tries to present the realist him, he says, uh, to the crowd. So then out of nowhere, he just decides to attack the cameraman. So he attacks the cameraman, the one that's in the ring with him, and then he gets him with the mandible claw. So he ends up doing that. And then all of the staff runs out and they basically, you know, pull him apart from, from the camera guy, right? And then later on, uh, Adam Pierce uh, basically says that Bray Wyatt has been removed from the building, that he's gone from the arena, etc. So this was probably, to me, maybe one of the most interesting things that they've done with Bray Wyatt. I just thought it was cool that he finally, like, snapped and had this moment of, like, oh, you know, I'm going to freaking choke this freaking guy out with the mandible claw. So that was pretty cool. It was a little bit different. I did like that like moment where he's out there and he's, you know, being this real guy and he's trying to be friends with the people and oh jolly, I'm happy to be here. And then all of a sudden he just snaps and attacks the cameraman. You know, so this was fine. This was definitely so much better in my opinion than what they did last week with the laughing thing in LA night cuz that was trash. I didn't like that. Um but this this to me was a little bit better. Um I just think that there's so many things that I been liking from Bray Wyatt, like little things here and there, um, like sprinkles of things, really sprinkles, I would just really like them to kind of speed it up a little bit, because it has been way too long. Like there was literally, um, God, what was it last month, guys, as you know, I missed two shows, two smackdowns back to back. And I came back and we were still where we left off. I thought I was going to miss so much regarding Bray Wyatt and I didn't miss anything. I left and I came back and I missed absolutely nothing. Um, That's not good. Um, So anyways, this was definitely better, but I just think they need to speed things up with Bray Wyatt. A lot of stuff feels very, very uh, filler. So there you go. My true and honest feelings regarding this uh let's see what people are saying here uh do you agree do you disagree what do you want to see out of this let's get some thoughts here um we got a super chat from brandon rosen thank you so much to brandon who says um yes the bray wyatt segment was different i guess but all of, but all it did was add more questions when will all the result 
When will all of this result in a match? Where is the Wyatt Six already? Look, you have questions that I cannot answer. Uh, I feel like if he doesn't have a match at Royal Rumble, we have like a serious issue, okay? The man needs to have a match at Royal Rumble. And part of me is wondering if maybe that's why they're holding off because they're like, oh, well, if we have him in his first match, you know, since his return on uh, the Royal Rumble, it's like a selling point, right? It's like an extra bonus to tuning into the Royal Rumble. I don't know. Like, keep in mind, that's we still got a whole month till the Royal Rumble. But if he doesn't have a match then, I don't know what to tell you guys. That I have no idea what to tell you. Um, so I'm really hoping that uh, he has a match by that point. Or I, I'm ba- right now, my gut is telling me his first match is gonna be be then because they haven't even announced. Yeah, they haven't announced anything. So that's kind of where I'm at with all of this Bray Wyatt stuff right now. Um, in terms of the Wyatt Six. We've been talking about the Wyatt Six since he came back when we got all of those uh, figures and, you know, there was teases of, oh, is, you know, this person going to join him? Is this person going to join him? Is Alexa Bliss going to join him? Is Karrion Cross going to join him? We've been getting so much of that, but it's just been very, very slow. Very, the story has moved very slow. We get something new, like every month at the, I don't know, may, it feels like every month. Uh, Thank you, Brandon. And I'm sorry I could not answer your hard-hitting questions. Uh, Thank you to Brandon, though. Uh, Let's see what people are saying. Um, This is from Fernando, who says, these promos from Bray are are getting out. I need something different from Bray. Quick, Merry Christmas. Yeah, I agree with all of that. Um, And let's see what else we got. This is from AFC and TP, who says, he's clearly got talent as a performer, but at this point, I've just accepted that his ideas are not from me. Like his ideas are, they could be really great, right? But they just got to speed it along. They just got to speed it along. I think if you got highlights of this in a shorter period, people would be, I think, a lot more interested in this right now. So there you go. We'll see what happens, guys. We will see what happens. All right, uh, let's move on from Bray Wyatt and let's go ahead and get into this really quick kind of nothing match here uh, between uh, Rey Mysterio and Angel Garza. Uh, Rey Mysterio defeats Angel Garza. He hits the 619, gets the win. Cross and Scarlet are out in the crowd staring at Rey Mysterio during this. I actually thought this was pretty funny because when they first put the shot of Scarlet and and Karrion Cross, I was like, Wow, those are some really good-looking fans. Like, for a split second, I was like, oh, they look great. Those are really good-looking fans. <laughs> it was like a split second. I was like, oh, shit, duh. Because it, it was just pretty funny the way that that looked. But anyways, um, I thought this was also funny because I'm thinking, why are you watching from the crowd? Really? You're like 100 times the size of Rey Mysterio. Go out there. Confront him face to face. Give me a little something, you know? This doesn't have to be you all the way over there and Rey Mysterio all the way over there. Like, let's, let's get closer, y'all. Let's let's do something. Um, we also have Emma backstage. She confronts Scarlet and Karrion Cross, and she's basically pissed off that they uh you know, we're barging in on Rey Mysterio's ma- ma- match, excuse me. And uh, she also doesn't like the way that they treat uh, Riddick Moss. So we get a little back and forth between them there. And then um, Scarlet is, you know, obviously mad dogging Emma. So there you go. Next week, we're going to be having John Cena and Kevin Owens take on Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn. 
We're also beginning to be getting that Ronda Rousey match against Raquel Rodriguez. And then they also added Sheamus and Sola Sokoa. Um, I think that one's going to be really good. I'm actually really excited that they added that match too. I think it's going to be a good one. We got another Lacey Evans video. Um, Lacey Evans was somebody that was in the news as of earlier this week or a couple days ago. Um, so she is, as we talked about, because this is not the first package that they've shown of hers. Uh, they showed another one last week. Uh, but basically, they're repackaging Lacey Evans again. I have lost count of the numerous times that they have decided to repackage Lacey Evans. They've switched her brands. They've switched her clothes. They've switched her promos. They've switched her character. They have done everything under the sun to have something stick with Lacey Evans. And this video was actually pretty cool. You know, she, the, the, the last two videos that she's done, they look pretty great. Um, because they're, you know, they're on, they're on, on, on location. This time she was like in some sort of penalty box. I was like a fighting pit. Uh, she's all, you know, dressed up in this pretty cool gear and she's fighting and she's looking pretty great. These videos I think are awesome, but like, but based on the stuff that we've seen in the past, the videos are great, but I don't know how the people are going to react when we actually see her out there. Like, that's where we've seen things basically not really go as planned. Uh, you know, we talked about the the sad stories that she was doing for a bit. Uh, they kind of dragged those on too long. And then, you know, she went out there and Next thing you know, she first you thought she was a baby face, but then she was a heel. And then they switched her brands. And then she came back. It's a whole lot that they've been doing with Lacey Evans. They've really been trying. Uh, I really hope they find the thing that I hope they find the thing that works for Lacey. Uh, because I've said this before, I do think that they can make her into a really cool character, a really cool, strong female character. It's just a matter of, you know, finding something that works. And I think I think one of the things that's not necessarily hitting home is the likability factor. Like there's just some people that are instantly liked, right? Like your Sammy Zanes, you know, people like that. And I think that's the one thing that they need to work on with Lacey Evans is just making her, you know, I think that's why they keep making her into a heel. They keep making her into a heel. And she's a heel right now because she's like, I'm going to come to the WWE and destroy all the women and this and that. So she's, you know, basically still presented as a heel. And that's the thing. Like, that's pretty much all that they have. Like, I thought that they could have presented her as a baby face before, but I did think that likability was kind of maybe a, there was a little bit of a disconnection there and they quickly went into the heel stuff. But I do think if had they given it more of a chance, maybe there could have been something there. Now I feel like they're so far deep into Lacey Evans as a heel that they might as well just stick with that and see how that plays out. But um, they have definitely tried a lot in terms of the, uh, you know, repackaging her and whatnot. Uh, so let's see what we got here. But I don't see anybody here uh, putting over anything great about this. Um, you know, unfortunately, she has not done herself any favors you know, on the social media side of things. So what can you do? What can you do? I don't have to do it. I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> let's see what we got here. This is from Brandon who says, she could have been a great baby face with her Marine background and her sad life story, but creative under Vince had to meddle with it and ruin it. You ruined it. You ruined it, damn it. 
that always stays in my head. All right. Um, that's my best Vince McMahon impression. Something that everybody enjoyed for tonight's SmackDown, and you knew this was going to be fun because matches like this are supposed to be fun. And it's the miracle on 34th Street, which we get, obviously, these street fights for the holidays. It's copy and paste, but these are supposed to be fun. They're supposed to be light and enjoyable and quirky and all of that. This was Ricochet and Braun Strowman teaming up together to take on the Imperium members of Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci. This was fun. A lot of people love this, guys. This was everything that you, you know, want in a little Christmas street fight. It was enjoyable. Um, I was bummed that Gun- Gun- Gunther, Gunther, Gunther wasn't in this because I seriously just wanted him to like come out and like chop the living hell out of somebody and send them all the way flying to the North Pole, man. But like, no, he was not there. They said that he was, he left. He's was already enjoying his Christmas holidays is what commentary said. And I'm like, really? That's what you guys chose for Gunther? And it goes back. If you guys were listening to my um my Wednesday AEW Dynamite post show when I was talking about Samoa Joe doing his promo in front of the Christmas tree and how funny that was because, you know, it's Samoa Joe and he's so killer and he's out there, you know, in front of a Christmas tree and telling people happy holidays and this and that. Uh, it's the same thing. When they said Gunther had left to enjoy his holidays, I was dying. I was like, Gunther, who is a serious, serious guy who literally you won't mess around. Everyone's terrified of him. But you know what? He left early because he wants to enjoy his Christmas holidays. Uh, it's stuff like that that I find pretty damn hilarious. But anyways, um, we got some pretty fun moments here. This pretty this started pretty hot, you know, um, Ricochet getting uh, Giovanni Vinci with uh, some head scissors running off of the barricade. That was pretty cool. Uh, Braun is throwing both members uh, of Imperium onto the trees during the break because they had all of those trees up on the stage. We even got a ballerina at one point. Uh, Shout out to Ashley Dumboise. Uh, I actually got to work with her at Mission Pro Wrestling and she's a legitimate uh, dancer, guys. Like she's she's a pro wrestler too. She actually started wrestling uh, not too long ago. I had it here in my notes, but I can't seem to point out when she started um, wrestling, but it was not too long ago because I remember talking about this with her, but she has literally been a competitive bodybuilder and like professional dancer since before she even started uh, wrestling. So that's definitely like she's legit here. Like she comes from a family of classical dancers and martial artists as well. And she also has, you know, like a degree in Bachelor of Fine Arts and all of that. So she is legitimately a, a legit dancer. So she was the ballerina that you saw uh, here today. She comes out of this big giant box that's set up on the stage. So yeah, she was probably just like in the box chilling, waiting for her cue. She finally goes out there and she's like dancing. So uh, Imperium opens up the other box because there's another box on the other side of the stage. And then uh, the New Day come out and they're dressed as nutcrackers. So this just fun little holiday jolly spirit stuff. But Braun and Ricochet end up getting the win. And there's even a moment where... Um, Ricochet goes up to Samantha, who's the ring announcer, and you guys know that they're dating. And so uh, Braun Strowman pulls up like a little mistletoe and he puts it like above their head. And so they have like this little kissing moment. But it's really funny because then you look at the back and there's like two little girls and they're like making these facial expressions like, (gasps) 
<laughs> it's really funny. Uh, I posted the screenshot on Twitter. So if you want to take a closer look at the little girl's reactions, it's pretty damn funny. Um, they're probably like, what the frick? Why is she kissing him? You know, type of deal. But anyways, this was funny and uh, it was harmless. It was enjoyable. Uh, what you would expect for your Christmas episode and whatnot. Um, alrighty, guys. Now we're going to go ahead and uh, move on to, uh, I don't know if she's danced with Fandango before. Someone's asking if she's danced with Fandango. I don't know if she has. Uh, I really do not know. And um, she's done AEW Dark too. Uh, Ashley, she's also done AEW Dark. She's had a couple of matches uh, there too. Pretty much, she's had a, quite a few AEW Dark matches actually. But anyway, so let's go ahead and move on to Rampage. Uh, this is probably going to go by really fast, guys, because there's only so much to say. But before I do, just a heads up, everyone, I will be back next week. Uh, I will be here for the full week. Tuesday, I'll be back chatting NXT. Wednesdays, I'll be Wednesday, I'll be here to talk about AEW Dynamite. And then Friday, I will be back to talk about SmackDown and Rampage. And that's the episode with John Cena on it. So it's going to be a really, really good time. And it'll be pretty much the last uh, Speak Now episode of the year and we'll be going into a new year woo um i don't know why i'm so excited i'm not even excited i try to make myself excited about new years and i think i overcompensate i really really overcompensate i'm like yeah new years am i really that excited i don't know all right the battle royal uh let's get into this uh what's god what's the official name here the three kings god i'm forgetting the official name here one second one second i'm falling apart here this is embarrassing. I literally just tweeted, oh, the Three Kings Christmas Casino Battle Royal. It's a very wordy name. Um, so that's the one that they had the $300,000 on the line so that each person in the team essentially gets $100,000, right? So that's the whole story there. Um, this was actually a little bit fun. I enjoyed it. I in particular enjoyed um, the moment where we had Claudio and Rouge. Uh, on the outside of the ring and Claudio was like hammering him with some rights and lefts. I kind of like that. That was fun. He ends up eliminating uh, Roosh, but it was still a pretty uh, good one there. Uh, John Moxley, bam, hits AR Fox, gets his butt eliminated. Uh, we also have uh, the final, the final three were Claudio and top flight. So they were the final three. And this to me was a lot of fun. I enjoyed the ending of this because they found little fun ways to cut. Hold on, guys. I just realized I skipped the part about how John Moxley got eliminated. Okay, rewind just a little bit. So John Moxley, John Moxley, Claudio, and top flight were the four final people in this battle royal. And during this, Hangman Page, who you guys know as feuding with John Moxley, he comes out and he basically crashes this battle royal, goes after John Moxley. They start fighting, they start brawling. The security comes out. You know, they've been brawling now for, for a bit, uh, ever since Hangman came back. And they've had like, I think, two brawls. They had that backstage one, then they had the other one, and now this one. So I think this is their third brawl now. Um, so basically, Hangman Page is the reason that top flight is able to uh eliminate john moxley so he's out of there and even then afterwards they still continue this brawl uh on the outside the one thing that i will say about this is that i i, I like that they incorporated a um a featured storyline 
here on Rampage. We don't always get that too often. We get just like these really quick video packages, like promoting the bigger storylines that are happening on Dynamite. But I like the fact that we actually got this, you know, we got Hangman and John Moxley, even if it was just a quick little brawl and him costing him, uh, you know, costing him winning this battle royal with his team. So finally, the final three, we had Claudio and Top Flight. And this I really enjoyed because they had some fun little moments here where uh, Claudio is like lifting up both members of Top Flight, but they quickly get out of it. They try their best to eliminate him. And it looked pretty fun because he was kind of, it was fun because Claudio is able to do like anybody else. You wouldn't have been able to buy that he was taking on two guys. But with Claudio, you could buy it because, you know, he's strong and he does all these incredible things. And so you had him, you know, basically trying to find all of these kind of cool ways to eliminate Top Flight at the same time. But Top Flight kept like finding different ways to save themselves. So that was really fun. And that's what you want. Uh you know, for these battle royals. So I enjoyed it. Uh, Top Flight ends up getting the win along with AR Fox. And so they get their 300K. This was a fun little, um, again, fun little match there. We get Eddie Kingston and Ortiz who are out there. They come out. We haven't seen Eddie Kingston wrestle since full gear, okay? So it's been a hot minute since we've seen Eddie Kingston wrestle. We didn't see him wrestle tonight. But Kingston basically, he comes out with Ortiz. And says that they sent a contract over to the House of Black, but that the House of Black didn't actually sign it. So then we get the House of Black on the screen and Malachi Black essentially insinuates that that Eddie Kingston and Ortiz are not on the same page. So again, this was another brief moment, um, still building towards the story. It's fine. We need both of these. We need all of these guys in a better program than what we've been getting and uh yeah we haven't seen eddie kingston wrestle like in forever you can't even realize it i'm like damn it's been forever since we've actually gotten to see eddie kingston wrestle same thing for Ortiz, because you know obviously santana's out due to injury and santana's been out for you know quite a bit too like we haven't seen him since god what was it like july somewhere around there like the summertime um so yeah so that kind of sucks i can't wait till they come back and you know they're good to go as a team and all of that good stuff we got the TBS champion Jade Cargill taking on Ver Verks Vixen in an Eliminator match. Most of this match occurred during the commercial break. So if you're those people that have to watch in picture in picture and don't, uh, you miss pretty much most of this match. So this was literally just your every uh, Jade Cargill match. By the time we got back, she goes in there, uh, gets the axe kick, gets the pump kick, gets the win. And that's pretty much it there, guys. Uh, like I said, there's not much to say about Rampage. Um, last but not least, we got Billy Gunn and Anthony Bowens against against Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal uh, out there with Sanjay Dutt and Satnam Singh. Um, and obviously Max Caster out there with uh, Anthony Bowens. Um, shout out to Max Caster because he had some pretty good lines today. Uh, he usually has good lines, but this one was really funny. Uh, he comes out and he says, quote, the acclaimed on the mic gotta make that known. Gonna send these dudes back to the impact zone. How you gonna hate on me when you're rolling with the not so great Kali? Let me tell you guys, um, I popped for the impact zone part, and I also popped for the not so great Kali uh, in reference to uh, Satnam Singh. This was hilarious. I love these lines from uh, 
from Max Caster. Really great stuff there. Um, as for the actual match, it was what it was. It wasn't any like extraordinary match by any means whatsoever. Uh, Billy Gunn, he gets his hot tag in there. He gets his moment. He goes in there and he starts clotheslining everybody. And there's this, he, he clotheslines literally everybody. He takes, he throws Jarrett out of the ring, right? And then there's this really funny part where he, um, where Sat, where he ends up, Satnam Singh gets in there and he ends up clotheslining Satnam Singh, but Satnam Singh goes over the ropes and then just lands on his feet like nothing happened. Like it literally looked like the man wasn't even touched. It was very, very funny. It was was weird too. I need to go back and rewatch that because the editing kind of looked a little bit off to me. It kind of looked like there was a little bit of a jump cut and I was going to rewind, but I didn't end up doing it. So, but it looked a little bit strange to me, but it was funny because afterwards it literally looked like nothing happened to Satnam Singh and he's just standing there um, like, you know, like a giant statue. So that was kind of low key, pretty funny. Um, for the finish, Sanjay Dutt goes in there and he ends up low, giving uh, Billy Gunn a low blow. Pretty good low blow. He went in there, man, like popped him in there. Uh <laughs> This allows Jay Lethal to then hit Billy Gunn with a lethal injection and gets the win. So it's kind of like just a hokey, a hokey little match. Nothing else to really say about that, guys. Uh, it was what it was. Um, Christopher S. sends in a super chat saying, what's the decent Kali doing in the impact zone? <laughs> Thank you so much to Christopher as for sending in uh, this uh, joke here. I appreciate it. Making me laugh here. Alexis P says, <laughs> Alexis P says match of the year. Oh, Maria says it was a fun little tag team match. That's all it was, guys. Just a fun little match. Fun if you think it was fun. It was all right. I mean, considering everything that we saw here tonight, it was it was not terrible, uh, given on a night like this where it, both shows were pretty much filler. Like, there wasn't, wasn't, like, if you miss SmackDown and Rampage today, like, you ain't miss anything. Like, you're fine. Um, Alrighty, guys. That is it. That was the December 23rd edition of both Friday Night SmackDown and AEW Rampage. Like I said, this was going to be a super chill night, okay? Um, this weekend, I really hope you guys have some awesome holidays. It's going to be Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Uh, I hope you guys have a good time with your friends, with your family. Uh, go out, eat, open presents, laugh. Do what you need to do to have a good time and de-stress and enjoy life. Uh, seriously, I wish you guys all the very best of holidays. And I will see you back here next week on Tuesday for the NXT post show. And other than that, I'll see you guys later. Bye, everyone.